In this week's episode of Farmers Inside Track, seven steps to get your own land to farm in South Africa. Finding and purchasing land to farm seems daunting, but there are a few steps you can take to find land to fulfill your farming dream. Agricultural economist Tabing Kosi questions why the agricultural sector is often seen as the perpetual ugly duckling. She presents a somewhat disarming take on the state of agriculture in Africa. Farmers chose The Perfect Predator by Stephanie Strathdee and Thomas Patterson as their book of the week. This book provides a glimpse into the potential treatment of bacterial infections in an antibiotic-resistant world through the use of bacteria-eating viruses. In the South African National Budget Review for 2021, it was revealed that government's recovery plan focuses on raising the economy's long-term growth rate by supporting industries with high employment potential, such as agriculture. Unati Mtlatyana, the MD at McCain Foods, says it's because the agricultural supply chain holds many job opportunities and along with this, the sector has seen a positive growth trajectory since 2019. And organic fertilizer specialist Tapelo Piri encourages farmers to explore organic fertilizers to farm more sustainably. This is Farmers Inside Track. Supported by Food from Zanzi. Inspiration for your business and life. From South Africa's farmers and agripreneurs. Hey Mzanzi, welcome to episode 64 of Food for Mzanzi's weekly podcast called Farmers Inside Track. I'm your host, Dawn Numdu, and it's great to be back with another exciting episode. And I'm, of course, Duncan Masua. But before we kick off today's show, I'd like to welcome all the new Farmers Inside Track followers. We've grown tremendously over the past few weeks, and it's always great to welcome new farmers to the Farmers Inside Track family. So let's kick off today's show. Now, finding and purchasing land to farm seems daunting, but there are a few simple steps to take to fulfill your farming dream. Journalist Donna van Eden now joins us to list six easy steps to get your own land to farm in Mzanzi. Well, we all know how important farming is for our livelihood in Mzanzi, not just as an employment opportunity, but to feed and to clothe our people. If you are an aspiring farmer about to start a farming enterprise or an existing farmer looking to expand your operation, here is a list of seven resources on how to get land to farm in South Africa. First up, we have the Land Redistribution for Agricultural Development Program. This program provides grants to previously disadvantaged individuals to get land for agriculture. Individuals or groups may apply. Women, youth and the disabled in particular are encouraged to apply to this grant. Second, buying a land through the Land Bank. The Land Bank is a commercial bank that can give you a loan of up to 60% of the value of the farm you want to buy. If you are from a previously disadvantaged group, you can get up to a 90% loan. Land Bank can also help you with finance for any farm-related expenses, including farm purchases, capital financing for machinery and farm equipment, production loans, farm improvements, and infrastructure development. Third on our list is Casidra's Agriculture and Land Reform Program. Contact Casidra to find out about their Farmer Support and Development Program that facilitates and implements agri-projects through government funding. They also have the Land Reform Advisory Desk, 
which is aimed to effectively provide planning support to farmers, businesses, municipalities and landowners to structure land reform deals for agricultural transformation. Option number four to find land for farming is the lease of state land for farming purposes. The Department of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development extends opportunities on the government website every year. The current period for land allocation applications has lapsed, but they do pop up from time to time, so be certain to check the governmental website regularly during the year. Option number five is the Land Reform Empowerment Facility. This facility is a broad-based Black Economic Empowerment Fund capitalized by the Department of Rural Development and Land Reform and is supported by the European Union. It lends money to commercial banks and other agricultural lenders for loans to land reform beneficiaries. If you are starting to run out of funding opportunities, at number six, your option is loans from commercial banks. Agricultural loans provide the capacity to purchase new farms or expand your current operations. Many of our banks in South Africa offer dedicated agribusiness services, such as Standard Bank, FNB, ABSA, and Nedbank. You need to have a detailed and well-researched business plan before you approach your bank for a loan. And last but not least, we have the Comprehensive Agricultural Support Program. If you have gotten your land to farm in South Africa, you can find support for your upcoming farming enterprise with the Comprehensive Agricultural Support Program. Many who acquire land through land reform programs need support to use it effectively. This program offers support services to previously disadvantaged landowners to promote and facilitate farming. So there you have it seven opportunities for you to find land and to start the farming enterprise of your dreams. Thanks, Donna. With those few simple steps, fulfilling my farming dreams seems so much simpler. Next up, agricultural economist Tabin Kosi questions why the agricultural sector is often seen as the perpetual ugly duckling. In her 2018 TED Talk, she presents a somewhat disarming take on the state of agriculture in Africa. So thanks to all the rain that we've been getting in this part of the country lately, I found myself spending a lot more time indoors than usual. I didn't do anything constructive with this time, like ponder the complexities of capitalism like a good economist should. Instead, I spent almost all this time in my pajamas, on the couch, binge-watching teen movies. Now, much as the makers of these films may try to change the characters and if you're lucky, add a serial killer to the mix here and there, watching one teen movie after another over the span of a weekend makes one realize just how remarkably similar the storylines are. So all these movies, of course, have the jock character. This is the guy over which all the girls swoon. Then you have the beautiful it girl character. This is the girl that's envied by all for her flawless good looks and her general ability to strut her stuff. And then of course, no teen movie would be complete without the female ugly duckling protagonist who magically undergoes a metamorphosis towards the end of the movie. This is the girl that nobody wants to dance with, the girl that people literally die when she wants to join them at recess. So. As I approached my fifth such movie, my brain started working a bit. I started to notice parallels between the world of these movies and the South African economy. I got quite excited as I began to liken the characters to the various sectors of our economy. Because, I mean, let's face it, some sectors are just cooler than others, okay? So if we were to create our own teen movie based on the South African economy, 
Sectors like the financial services sector and the mining sector would arguably play the roles of the jock and the ed girl. These are sectors that young people scramble to get into, sectors that enjoy the highest media and investor attention, despite lackluster performance, I might say. But yeah, and I mean, the financial services sector might even be regarded as the bad boy of sectors with all its crisis-inducing shenanigans and negative ripple effects. But anyways, but in our movie... The agricultural sector would, without a doubt, play the role of the perpetual ugly duckling who, despite her best efforts, is never regarded cool enough. Now, while all the cool sectors thrive in glory and attention, poor agriculture's allocation of the national budget has been below 3% for the longest time. In fact, in recent years, this allocation has been decreasing in recent terms. Data by the Department of Agriculture shows that investment in the sector has been on a downward spiral for years. Further evidence of our lack of coolness may be found in the fact that young people don't want to work in agriculture. They don't see this as a viable career choice. This has resulted in an aging farmer base, the average age of which is sometimes estimated at 62. We simply can't continue this way. Now, as an economist, I've often found this relegation of agriculture to the loser table quite surprising because data has consistently shown how important and how crucial we are for this economy. So Statisay in its latest review of economic growth shows that agriculture was the single largest positive contributor to GDP in the third quarter of last year. Research conducted by the National Treasury shows that agriculture creates more unskilled jobs than any other sector in this economy per extra unit of output. Now, this is a very important point to make, considering that about 90% of our unemployed is considered to be unskilled. The fact that agriculture is one of the only sectors that can employ large number of unskilled laborers is a very, very important one to make. When we look at international trade, this sector certainly earned its stripe by being a consistent net exporter and an important earner of foreign exchange. So, I mean, we contribute about 12% to total export earnings and outperform the rest of the economy when it comes to earning foreign exchange relative to our size. So given all this, it's very clear that the National Development Plan was on the right path when it put agriculture at the centre of the machinery that is to take us to what we want to be in come the year 2013. The data speaks for itself. It's in the public domain. It's there. We are not the ugly ducklings because we're lame and don't contribute. When it comes to our current sorry state of neglect, something else is at play. Because logically, a sector as resilient and as important as agriculture should be attracting more attention from government, from business, from the public at large. Investors should be knocking our doors down trying to get in, but they're not. In the decade that I've spent in this sector, these are issues I've thought about quite a lot. And through countless discussions and imbizos, and years of observation finally dawned on me that much like that girl that nobody wants to dance with, agriculture has a serious image problem. They often say that in business, image isn't everything. It's the only thing, darling. And when it comes to agriculture, this saying, coupled with our ugly duckling affliction, should be a wake-up call, a call for us to revisit the manner in which we present our great sector. Other sectors, think of mining have managed to take control of the narrative around how they are perceived. Why can't we? I mean, think about this. Despite strides made and pockets of excellence in the fields of innovation, value addition, entrepreneurship, technology and agriculture, many people, maybe including some here, still associate agriculture almost exclusively 
with grey hair, dirty boots, rural underdevelopment and failed government programs. In this day and age, why is that? I'm not saying that we don't have an important part to play in developing rural areas and in pulling thousands out of poverty. I'm just saying that there's so much more to agriculture. We have so much more to offer. So when I talk about image building, I'm not talking about expensive marketing campaigns with corny lines about how sexy the sector can be, as we often have seen. I'm talking about digging down to the core and talking to those investors who are seeking returns, to entrepreneurs looking for opportunities, to policymakers seeking solutions on how to shape our societies, and to professionals who are looking for exciting and meaningful careers. I highlight the role of professionals because it is only with the best and brightest minds that this continent has to offer that we can start to move from our state of neglect and start attracting the kind of investor attention that we need to grow this great sector. Thanks for joining us, agricultural economist Tabin Kosi. Next up, in the South African National Budget Review for 2021, it was revealed that government's recovery plan focuses on rising the economy's long-term growth rate by supporting industries with high employment potential, such as agriculture. Unati Mahlachana, MD at McCain Foods, says that this is because the agricultural supply chain holds many job opportunities and along with this, the sector has seen a positive growth trajectory since 2019. Unati, how has the agricultural sector enjoyed this continued positive growth? The agricultural sector recorded strong growth in 2020 with an annual gross value added of 11.3% in the first three quarters of 2020, relative to the same period in 2019. This positive trajectory is expected to continue in 2021. One reason for this is the favorable weather conditions we have been experiencing over the last couple of years. And what can be done to bolster the industry even further in order to support the economy and local livelihoods? The country's unemployment rate has increased by 1.7 percentage points to a record 32.5%. As such, it is vital for the public and private sector to bolster the agricultural sector because the supply chain holds many jobs opportunities. For an example, at McCain, we support in excess of 6,800 full-time jobs and procure potatoes from more than 100 local farmers. However, one must take into account that agriculture is the largest contributor to biodiversity loss in South Africa due to changing consumption patterns and growing populations. That said, biodiversity loss together with climate change puts immense pressure on farmers. The good news is that we have an improved understanding of what it will take to safeguard our food supply and ensure food security in South Africa whilst continuing to bolster the sector. This will require a combination of reducing food waste, embracing technological innovations, and a commitment to sustainability and regenerative agricultural and farming practices, while improving yields and farmers' livelihoods. The solution to food waste is multifaceted. It includes reducing waste on the farm and in storage, embracing new production methods, reducing food losses in retail, in food services, and at home. It requires a broad-based collaboration amongst all actors of the food value chain. And in South Africa, we can do much more. We work with our growers to reduce waste at farm level by encouraging food agricultural practices before harvest, during harvest, and by supporting good storage management. We also encourage whole crop contracting, which means that we are purchasing all potatoes from our growers to reduce the amount of potatoes left in the field. 
through increased efficiencies and product innovation, we are able to use over 98.5% of the potatoes we process. Technology is also a key part of the solution. Agriculture has always been a beneficiary of technological change. For years, McCain has been promoting the adoption of better agricultural techniques. This includes transferring technologies to growers like integrated pest management, decision support systems for disease management, soil management, seed cutters, storage practices, and many more. Finally, it is essential that farming practices transform towards sustainable, regenerative agricultural practices that protect soils and groundwater and restore biodiversity. In South Africa, this has already started to happen with the maintenance of yield quality and quantity largely being achieved through the change in water, fertilizer management, and crop rotation, which is beneficial from a soil health perspective. Rotation is needed to prevent the buildup of soil-borne pests and diseases and protect yield. That said, rejuvenating soil and finding ways to grow with less emissions will require a more radical transformation in farming practices in South Africa and at a global scale. Governments and families and businesses are showing a united resolve in light of COVID-19. We must all show the same resolve in protecting our food security and in transitioning a true sustainable food system to protect our environment. We believe that it will take a meaningful support by South African food companies, retailers, food service players, and governments to support the farmers who are at the forefront of the transition to a sustainable agricultural sector to create valuable jobs, improve livelihoods, and bring food to South Africans' tables. Thanks for joining us, Unati Mahlachana, Managing Director at McCain Foods. Agriculture is not just about farming. It's about caring, and that's an ideal worth preserving. It's yummy. It's good for you. And the whole family loves it. It's grain-filled chickens, proudly South African and mouth-wateringly delicious. Discover a world of tasty goodness and visit Grain-Filled Chickens for COZA or like our Facebook page for more. Grain-Filled Chickens, a proud member of VKB. VKB, for the love of the land. This is Farmers Inside Track, proudly brought to you by Food for Mzanzi. Now, livestock production turns out to be a major contributor to the creation of antibiotic resistance in the world, which is expected to become one of the biggest killers in the near future. Our book of the week, as selected by our farmers, The Perfect Predator by Stephanie Strathdee and Thomas Patterson, is a glimpse into the potential treatment of bacterial infections in an antibiotic-resistant world through the use of bacterial phages and bacteria-eating viruses. Caroline Sampson, Growbank's Executive Head for Strategy and Environmental, Social and Governance, reviewed this book on behalf of our farmers. We've all heard the horror stories of bacterial infections which do not respond to antibiotics. Agriculture is a significant contributor to the creation of antibiotic resistance. As 70% of antibiotics used in the developed world are used for livestock. Stephanie Strathdee, an epidemiologist's husband, Tom, picked up one of the most lethal of these superbugs. As his situation deteriorated, she started researching alternatives to save him. This led to bacteriophages, bacteria-eating viruses, of which there are millions in the world. 
mostly growing in particularly dirty environments like sewage plants. However, the process to use these as a medical treatment is complicated. The phage must match the bacteria to be attacked and the bacteria will eventually fight back. So multiple different phages may be needed to fight a single infection. Stephanie tells the story in terms that a non-medical person like myself can understand of how they went about finding possible phages, the process of creating a treatment and obtaining permission to administer it for the first time in the USA. It is an absolutely fascinating look at the future with a very human survival story at its center. Great to have you join us again, Caroline, with that book review on The Perfect Predator by Stephanie Strathdee and Thomas Patterson. It definitely sounds like a must-read. Remember, you can email info at foodformzanzi.co.za if you want to suggest the next book of the week. Next up, have you ever heard of the Feed Calculator app? Well, it's an app solely aimed to generate quality feed recipes from locally available ingredients. If you want the freedom of being in charge of your own animal feed, then you must get this app. The Feed Calculator app can formulate feed recipes for broilers, layers, pigs, catfish and tilapia. So we played around with it a bit and the smart algorithm in the app always calculates recipes for the lowest possible price based on locally available ingredients. So all the recipes are formulated by the feed calculator and are meeting the animal-specific feed requirements. And they're also based on international feed standards. Do check out foodformzanzi.co.za for more information about this and our latest newsletter for more about where you can download this exciting app. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring, and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food for Mzanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story. Remember to stay tuned for our chat with organic fertilizer specialist Tapelo Piri. But first, on a lighter note, if you're looking for a simple dinner solution this weekend, why not make Chef Lesejo Berry Smooth Mutze's Beef Skirt Salad? The Gauteng-based chef shares his secret recipe to the perfect home-cooked meal. My favorite ingredient is coriander. With coriander, gives a lot of my dishes that complement. It brings out that greeniness of its own. It enhances the plates and the flavors of what I'll be cooking by then. So coriander is one of my most solid ingredients that I use everywhere. Thanks, Chef Lesejo Moze, and be sure to check out his interview and recipe on foodformzanzi.co.za. Agriculture is not just about farming. It's about caring, and that's an ideal worth preserving. Right through all departments and companies within the VKB Group, we know that farming is not just a job. It's a way of life. Let VKB help you in all aspects of the food value chain by efficiently reducing costs and optimizing value. Follow VKB on Facebook or vkb.co.za to find out how VKB can help you. VKB, for the love of the land. 
We've just about reached the end of this week's Farmers Inside Track episode. But before we let you go, organic fertilizer specialist Tapelo Piri encourages farmers to explore organic fertilizers to farm more sustainably. Farmers should now look into ways on how they can farm more sustainably using organic fertilizers instead of synthetic fertilizers. Because of the challenges that are currently facing the industry, we're looking into climate change, we're looking into soil degradation, we're looking into access to available land that can be used. Those are the challenges that we have already. So my tip for farmers is to focus on soil health as a way that is sure that we will continue producing food for the ever-growing population. And as a result, we will have much safer food, practices that are environmentally friendly and products that are healthy and more nutritious for the end users. Therefore, I will urge farmers to look into ways on how they can farm more sustainably using organic fertilizers or any other method that will ensure that farming becomes as safe as possible, as sustainable as possible. And organic fertilizer specialist Tapilo Piri's farmer tip brings us to the end of this week's Farmers Inside Track, proudly brought to you by Food for Mzanzi. For more daily inspirational stories about the farmers and agriculturalists who go above and beyond to feed South Africa, visit www.foodformzanzi.co.za or follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Remember, if you loved this podcast, please rate it and share it with your friends, family members and fellow farmers. Farmers Inside Track is available for free on Spotify, Apple Podcast and Google Podcast and of course also on foodformzanzi.co.za. From me, Duncan Masua, Dawn Numdu and the rest of Team Food for Mzanzi, have a great week and remember to continue keeping each other safe during the COVID-19 pandemic. You've been listening to the Farmers Inside Track Podcast. Supported by Food for Mzansi. For more information, find us on www.farmersinsidetrack.co.za.